You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zapeda here with my colleague, Katie Breedeman. Good morning, Katie. Good morning, Phil. Hey, we're glad to be here with you live again on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. in Chicago with a live stream. Also on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. So, in the past two years, Catholic Charities food pantries have seen double, and in some cases, triple the number of clients facing food insecurity. So what is food insecurity? Think about it this way. It's not knowing where your next meal is going to come from. We often refer to it as hunger, but uh, but clinically it's known as, as food insecurity. Each season uh, of the year brings significant challenges, right? And at the end of the year at the holidays, um, throughout the spring, uh, the summer, summer particularly when children are out of school, but our dedicated staff and food suppliers continue to rise to the challenge, right? Here with us today to provide an update on how our food pantries are faring this summer is Sharon Holmes, who is pantry operations supervisor for all eight of Catholic Charities uh, food pantries. She is a very busy lady, and she is so talented um, at juggling so much to make sure these food pantries are there for people in need. Welcome, Sharon. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning. Good morning, Katie and Phil. How are you guys doing today? Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us today. We are we are great, and thank you, thank you so much for joining us, Sharon. The, the easy softball question for you here: Remind our audience where our eight food pantries are located. Absolutely, our eight food pantries are located in Cook County, um, within the Chicagoland area. We do have one in our north and northwest region, which is 1717 Rand Road in Des Plaines, Illinois. Um, we also have one in our west west region, um, which is 1400 South Austin in Cicero, Illinois. St. Irenaeus, 78th and Cherry Street Park Forest, Illinois. St. Blaise, uh, right off of 7438 West 61st Place in our uh, Summit, Illinois. And then we have our main sites, um, which is St. Vincent Center at 721 North LaSalle, St. Sabina at 1120 West 79th Street in Chicago. Um, Casa Catalina, 4537 South Ashland in Chicago, and then our newest and busiest location, St. Thomas of Canterbury at 4827 North Kenmore. Thanks. Thanks for that, that detail, Sharon. And again, you can find all of that, that information also in catholiccharities.net, but we appreciate uh, hearing that uh, from you, Sharon. Give us, give us an idea of volume here. How many families and individuals are you seeing generally uh, that, you, that Catholic Charities through these locations are serving each month? 
absolutely. Um, well, right now we're at an average of about 825 to 850 households. Um, and then in the average of that, it'd be like 2,000 individuals um, that we're serving within a month's time. Um, so we are humping, we're very busy, um, and I'm very, very excited about um, all of the work that we do at our pantry. So, and, and give us some flavor, Sharon, of when, when individuals come into a food pantry. Talk to us about, about food choice, about the, the, the food groups, the nutrition, the nutritious quality of the food based on their particular needs as an individual or their needs as a family. You bet. Um, we're currently using the choice um, client choice model. This model allows clients to select their own food instead of receiving um, what we used to do in the past, which is like prepacked bags. Um, and we also did that during the COVID time. We had to prepack our bags, unfortunately, because um, we wouldn't allow allow clients to come inside the building. Um, but right now they are using choice, the choice model, uh, where they get a bag of groceries, which uh, eliminates them from taking, you know, food that they don't want or um, the food that um, they don't like, you know, maybe food that they they need in terms of health concerns. And so we don't want to get them anything that they cannot um, take in on a daily basis. So they're coming in to do choice um, at their pantries. And mm -hmm. so can people walk into the food pantries uh, and just say, I'm really struggling, I'm in need of assistance, or do they sign up ahead of time? Can you, can you remind everybody how that works, Sharon? You bet. Um, so there is no signing up ahead of time. We welcome everyone into our pantries. Um, what happens is, is that there is an intake process that we do have to go through um, just so that we can get the numbers and make sure that we're serving clients and getting the clients needs that they are looking for. So for instance, um, on our t intake form, there is nutrition information located or maybe health challenges issues that are located on there. Um, if they're diabetic, if they have high blood pressure. We try to make sure we get the best foods into our um, pantry, low sodium, um, you know, fruits and vegetables, maybe dairy products for our clients who are in need of those special treatments. And so how are things faring this summer? Because with uh, inflation and even with the war in Ukraine, you know, we've been reading about how some food items are unavailable or that they uh, are delayed. You know, that the, the entire food industry has faced a lot of challenges uh, because of those two factors this year. How, how, how has that affected um, your ability to keep the stocks filled in our food pantry, Sharon? Well, you know, we're blessed that we don't, didn't have many concerns or challenges getting food um, that we desired. Um, however, our challenges that we did have um, were designed around the amount of the food that we were receiving from our food bank, our local food bank that we um, deal with. Food is at no cost to us at the present moment, which is a blessing. Um, however, um, it's limited in terms of the quantity um, that we're receiving. Uh, and so what happens is, is that where we're able to get maybe, I don't know, 20 cases of, let's say, some vegetables. Right now, we're limited to maybe seven cases of vegetables. So that has been our biggest challenge. Um, and so what happens is, is I'm constantly reaching out to our local vendors um, who basically gives us food um, at wholesale costs. And so I'm reaching out to them quite often. We've, you know, seen numbers of like maybe 10,000 uh, at one stop to get food and um, 
you know, as low as maybe 5,000. And they've always been available and ready for us when we call them. It's really like a two-day turnaround and we're able to go with our truck and pick up food. And it has been just a blessing. And then our other challenges is that we are looking for, um, you know, dairy products, milk, eggs, cheese, and things of that nature. And then sometimes meat has been our challenge. But overall, um, we don't have too much of, of, of a challenge. Um, our live stream has been showing photos of all the different food pantries. And I have to say that I'm always reminded of, of how uh, Blessed Catholic Charities is by the dedicated work of so many volunteers, right, Sharon, who come Absolutely. and they stock these shelves and then they take the time and work with clients one by one to make sure that they're, you know, uh, uh, reaching those, uh, fulfilling those requests of clients as to the great extent they can. Oftentimes these clients are coming in with their children um, and so they're trying to figure out their foods for uh, menus for the week or their what they need at home right. um, but they've got the children there too so it's it's never we can never say a thank you enough right to all the volunteers who work in, in our food um, distribution and our food pantries it's really uh, so essential to our work um, one other question I, I just wonder I know it at some months during the pandemic um, we were hitting double and fi triple um, the number of clients per week in our food pantries as, as Phil said at the top of the show how is that doing now this summer, Sharon? How are those numbers compared to pre-COVID days? Well, um, if I could be honest with you, we're seeing a vast number of clients coming more in today than ever before, um, especially during the pandemic. You know, the cost of foods are rising. Um, gas prices are at an all-time high <laughs> this present time. And our neighbors and friends are still fighting to make um, important decisions. Um, you know, <laughs> It, it is amazing to me that people have to make a decision to whether or not they're going to put $20 of gas in their car or to find food to feed their families. Um, we still have to go to work. A lot of us are not working from home. A lot of us still have to go out into the community and um, do the job that we've set to do. And so that has been a difficult challenge for some of our neighbors and our friends that come into the food pantry. And we're hearing those stories more and more every day about how um, you know, we are making a difference in their lives by just having something readily available for them. So I'm excited to say, you know, and also heard from the heart, you know, to say that sometimes it's, it's a challenge, but it's been a blessing to be there in the in that beacon light to give them what is needed. Because again, every day is a different challenge for all of our clients. You know, Sharon, you, you and your teams are, are such a blessing. <laughs> not only for Catholic Charities, but obviously the, the entire community and all of your clients. And you're, you're so skilled at monitoring the operations of, of, these, of these centers, but I, you can't dismiss how complex and difficult it must be to coordinate the food safety, the freshness, the quantities, the volumes, all of those things, some of which you, yeah. you've already addressed. Talk to us about the skills that you have to to juggle those items and, and talking about volume and how far ahead do you have to keep the, the shelves stocked? I'm just always amazed at the logistics, uh, the logistics planning that you had, the chore that you have before you. 
Well, look, <laughs> it is a juggle. It is a challenge. Trust and believe me there. Yeah. Our food handles volunteer along with myself. Um, we attend monthly trainings um, and uh, webinars and things of that nature to make things happen. However, you know, there is a food sanitation um, process that we do have to go through. Um, all of our food handlers and most of our faithful volunteers um, have definitely joined in and attended those classes. It is a one-day full impact, intense training class that we have to attend. And um, we are tested at the end. And we definitely make sure that we get the highest of the highest scores. Right. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> making sure that that happens to say that, hey, we are smart. But however, you know, things do happen and they come uh, across our pantries every day that we're being challenged to make sure that we're keeping things safe. Um, refrigeration, cold storage has always been really a challenge for us and an issue for us um, to make sure that we're keeping things fresh um, for our particular clients. And so um, we, we, we deal with that on a daily basis. But again, the training that we attend, the trainings that we go through to make sure that we are keeping things fresh and prepared and right for our clients when they take them home has been just remarkable. Hey, Sharon, we're, we're, we have one more question for you, and then we're going to throw it to break. But I'd love to learn more about the, the team that you have, the teams that you have um, working with you and, and for you in these pantries. What types of roles are they are they taking? You know, I, I, I assume, you know, it, this is a grocery store, right, But where you're, you're helping the, the community. So talk to us about the roles that the people play on the team. Well, the good news about that is that we are um, the site, when they come to that particular site, basically, they come with all kinds of other problems, other issues, other concerns. Um, and so our team has been trained to make sure that when our clients come in, not only are they getting food, but they have a conversation with them. If they're having a conversation while shopping with them, walking them around um, into the grocery store, the conversation may come up or I don't have a way to get to work every day. I need a bus car or I'm having some difficulties with my rent or my landlord. Um, the good news about that is our team is or our pantries is inside of what we call a welcoming center basically meaning that we have caseworkers there, we have supervisors that are there, that anytime a client is in need of something else, we know exactly where to send them to, or we know exactly how to better prepare to make sure that they have a conversation with um, a case manager or caseworker regarding rental assistance, regarding utility assistance, regarding transportation to and from work, or regarding counseling services. A lot of our clients are in need of those as well. And so our team has been equipped to say, hey, I may not be able to handle a lot of that, but I know exactly who to send you to. So. And so with that wonderful, inspiring note, uh, we're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity. And when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Sharon Holmes about Catholic Charities' very busy food pantries. Please stay tuned. Thank you.
Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. This is year 44 for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed, what, what? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day, knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. back to the Voice of Charity. I'm Phil Zepeda here with my colleague Katie Breedeman. We are talking with uh, Sharon Holmes, who's the Pantry Operations Supervisor in Catholic Charities Family Stabilization Service Area, uh, who supervises all of our eight food pantries, and we're thrilled to have her have her with us uh, this morning. We've been talking about the, 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 the client flow into these food pantries as well as the operations inside them. Let's talk a little bit about the partnerships that you have, which are, which are key to delivering these types of services to the communities in which we operate. Um, t- talk about those partnerships to ensure that the, not only the pantries are staying open, but they're staying open with nutritious and, and healthy food for clients. I apologize. Oh, there we go. (laughs) I apologize. What we do is we have, um, we're partnered with the Greater Chicago Food Depository. Um, Oh my God, a big part of the Food Depository. Um, They've been very inspirational in making sure all of our eight sites 
are uh, with food, making sure that they, um, the trucks are arriving on time, rain, sleet, snow, all of that. We, they are a great, huge communicator um, with us in terms of making sure that we get what we need. In addition to that, what I do like about them is they do host a lot of the training and the webinars that our um, volunteers, myself, and also the food handlers need. Um, we also have vendors that we associate ourselves with who is always, like I stated before, always there when we need them. Um, you know, we've had our challenges here and there, but they generally are there when we need them. We also have our partnerships with our parishes um, where our food pantries are, you know, basically held um, at St. Irenaeus, St. Thomas of Canterbury, um, our St. Blaise in Summit location, they're great supporters of us, always making sure that we have volunteer um, opportunities and services or the, the parishes that are there will come in and say, hey, how can I help out? You know, so they do food drives for us. Uh, I mean, just remarkable, overwhelming um, responses from some of the parishioners at our, our parishes. And Sharon, you spoke beautifully earlier in the show about the tragedy that some people face of, of having to put gas in their car or get food for their family. Uh, could you please share a, a few client stories with us so that we can all grow in our appreciation for how serious food insecurity is in the city of Chicago? Absolutely. So we have a couple of our clients um, that we generally, like I said, we talk to all the time. There are, if not all of them, you know, quite a bit that we're always talking to. And they've been very friendly and, and very supportive of us as well. Um, Maria, who is one of our clients who says, look, I really like getting the fruits and the vegetables because it's always a mix. I mean, we have apple, oranges, mango. Um, we always have uh, onions and potatoes and things of that nature. Like this stuff is very expensive in the store and um, it becomes a big help. She says, me and my older uh uh, me being older, I'm sorry, it is very good to have healthy food. Um, Latifa, the fruits and vegetables are good and always fresh. My kids like when oranges and apples are in the bag. I like knowing when I go and get food that sometimes there will be a fruits and vegetables too. Um, we do have another um, client who said, look, and her name is Maria. She says, I'm very thankful that you have meat, fresh meat that I can get. I appreciate the uh, receiving these items. And I also appreciate sometimes that you have recipes to offer us. It is a great help because where I would not be able to get um, these items and also be able to cook these <coughs> items, the recipes are there to help me make better decisions at home. And so we offer that to them as well. So those are some of the, 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 the wonderful things that we receive from our clients um, that keeps us going more and more every day. You know, Sharon, just in, in hearing you talk about these stories, it just it makes me think that you're you're not only helping people survive, you're helping them thrive. Right. And, and, and enjoy life um, uh, through the sustenance of food and nourishment. So it's 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 just tremendous. What are the best parts of your job? 
work. I love what I do. This is ministry work for me. Um, it is not a nine to five job. This is really ministry work. And also the other best part of my job is I love the fact that I can go off of what Catholic Charities mission is all about. And that is compassion, competent, and being professional with our clients as well. And so every day I get up, I'm always thinking of new innovative ways to make someone smile, new innovative ways to just do my job a little better differently um, than I've done before. And also the, the good news is helping my food handlers and my volunteer become the best that they can be in terms of being there for their neighbors and their friends who are in need of help. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, you, you probably saw this coming. What are the most challenging part of your job, challenging parts of your job? Absolutely. It's hard work, y'all. Look, <laughs> this job is not easy. When you're working with the community, um, all kinds of things come out, right? You know, good, bad, ugly, sad. And so um, the most challenging piece for me is making sure that I have what is needed in order to um, maintain a pantry, right? That is workers, right? Um, especially during COVID time, it was very difficult. Um, and even today that we're not, we can't open our doors to so many people at one particular time, having them <laughs> in the facility at one time. However, so we have lines outside. Again, rains lead us snow, people are still in need. Um, the other challenging piece is, I'm, again, I'm working with a skeleton crew. So, you know, having extra hands and extra feet, which is myself, not only doing the administration work, I have to go in and sweat bullets just like them, unload these trucks and make sure we're walking clients around to pick up the better choices of food that they are, um, they need to have for their households. Um, other challenges, issues that I have is space, right? That's an issue. We do have um, a great team that we're working with, which is our um, warehouse, our WIC warehouse, and we're holding food there. But I have one person who is a driver and he drives and go pick up pallets and pallets of food to make sure that it gets to our locations, especially when we're on that off week of receiving the truck from the Greater Chicago Food Depository. And that has been a bigger challenge too, because again, one person and with my assistance, you know, I'm pulling, loading, still trying to make sure I stay as cute <laughs> as possible for the, you know, for the community. But I have, you know, to put on my t-shirt and my shorts or my pants as well and my gym shoes and get busy. And so those are the things that 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 um, that makes me smile, but also makes me sad at the same time that we are, are, are losing out on additional help, additional arms, additional muscles, additional people who can come in and do the work with the smile on their face without it being just a regular nine to five job. This is something that I have to do, but I'm doing it with grace. I'm doing it with love. I'm doing it with compassion and I'm doing it as a professional situation because this is needed for our community. So Sharon, we have tremendous respect for all the work that you're doing pretty much 24 seven and that all the, 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 the food pantry staff lean into and give to your work. You know, you mm -hmm. understand that hunger is is all about, you You understand what hunger is all about, and you're relentless in trying to fight hunger in Chicago. Again, we're incredible, incredibly grateful. Thank you for being part of the Voice of Charity today and giving us this update and helping us all understand more about food insecurity and grow in greater appreciation of how serious hunger is and continues to be in, in Cook and Lake County. So thank you. 
Absolutely. Thank also, you guys for having me. Oh, it's our honor, Sharon. I also just mm -hmm. wanted to add for everyone in the audience that that um, Sharon adds um, ongoing opportunities for volunteer experiences at ccofchicagovolunteer.com. So if anybody would like to participate and help at any of these food pantries, please visit ccofchicagovolunteer.com. And then also, Sharon, you can also just help in your own parish, right, by having a food drive um, or just donate into Catholic Charities if you're unable to actually go to a, a food pantry correct absolutely and please send me an email give me a phone call i can give you all of that <laughs> we will need all of that a food drives um your helping hand is very 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 much so important as well nothing too little nothing too big we appreciate it all because we are in need and Sharon's email for everybody is S Holmes, H-O-L-M-E-S at CatholicCharities.net. S Holmes at CatholicCharities.net. I too have great admiration for the work you do, Sharon, and just wanted to say thank you so much uh, for uh, being on the show today. Please keep us posted how we can support the vital work that you do. You bet. You bet. All day, every day. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you so much, Phil. I appreciate you guys getting the word out so that we can help more and more families um, live better lives and be safe out here. And in terms of making sure that they also have the best of the nutritionists that we, we can offer them. Thank you're, you so You're much. amazing, Sharon. Hope to see you again in, soon, in person, Sharon. You bet. Absolutely. We'd Bye -bye. also like to take a moment here on the Voice of Charity um, to thank our colleagues here in the multimedia content team at the Archdiocese of Chicago. We never take it for granted how fortunate that Catholic Charities is to be in partnership with them in producing the Voice of Charity every week. We'd like to do a little shout out to Michael May, Brian Brock, and Javier Garcia, uh, and who were with us every week here in the studio, and we so appreciate it. And we're also grateful to Vince Cherasoli and Paula Waters and all the communications team at the Archdiocese. Thank you so much for your support, and, and we're very grateful. We invite you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman with Phil Zapeta, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.